This movie, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Oh yeah. We work. Talking about we work or the making and breaking of a forty-seven billion dollar unicorn. I'm I'm gonna be because Jim already said he really liked it. I'm gonna be the negative guy on this one on purpose. Mm-hmm. I uh not that a documentary like has to have a plot or whatever, but I feel like I don't feel resolved by this thing. No, and I not don't at all. feel I feel from like the beginning, I don't know, they do an okay job of making this company look good and then look bad and then look good and make this guy look okay. Couple things. One, I never like I thought he looked like a psycho the whole fucking time, but go Really? On. Yeah, see, I don't I didn't really get that. And no, I, no, he was nuts from the beginning. M- multiple reasons. He's one, definitely uh I don't think he's delusional. Normal. Yeah, I don't think he's normal. But to, with or we'll start with him, Adam. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. I don't think what I hate is when people and maybe this is my ego speaking, so you guys can tell me I'm a fucking loser, but I hate when people say like, "Oh yeah, Adam's so charming." Mm-hmm. And then obviously they're only showing clips of him and you don't get to talk to him, but you see some raw footage of him doing an interview and I'm like, "This guy's not charming." And maybe yeah. that's because I think my only talent is to be charming. And so I I'm like, "This guy doesn't hold a room. He's not he could be charms friendly. The wrong, charms the wrong word. He's, yeah. He's a. If anything, he was more just uh, like a like a chameleon. He would just kind of mirror maybe your personality, make you feel comfortable. Maybe, which is yeah, manipulation. Yeah. Maybe. And I think there's a healthy way of that. If you have good intent to to like be relatable, mm-hmm. right? Be, versus being manipulative. One, I yeah, I don't think any clip they show is he charming. And then maybe I'm a hater again, but I'm like, how oh, you guys are so stupid? Like this guy didn't sell me on shit. Yeah. You know, like, and obviously, again, he didn't want to do the movie because he is sketchy. Uh, so you, we don't get a real vibe of who he is, and maybe he's more charming than I'm going for. I thought I got exactly who he was. All of that, because the the footage that they start and end the the movie with, they don't, yeah. you don't know what it is when you first see it, and yeah. then when you get around to the end of it, you realize that he's trying to film something for the IPO, right? And is in in it's entirely impossible. And the question I had, I don't, I would, blames everybody but himself. Yeah, I would need to go back and look at it again to see if it made any sense. But um, was there ever a time? that we saw a video of him, just him, talking to the camera without an audience. No, because I think... There was always a crew there that he was either communicating with or something. Like, he was never just like... No. Because I think he didn't... We saw a lot of, of, like, TV talk show shit. Yeah. And we saw a lot of rah-rah rally stuff. I I think he's incredibly charismatic in the way he presents himself to a crowd. He can get a crowd riled up mm-hmm. yeah. and everybody's kind of going the same way. It's very culty. Well, I think it's culty. super culty. And, and again, maybe maybe I'm an asshole because anyone, I guess, can fall into a cult if you're lost or whatever. And they, they t- touch on that a little bit, right? Like this guy uh, only really had people that were single with no families working for him and living in this place. And right, like I get that feeling lost and want to find community. You just moved to New York. You can't make friends. Oh, this is great. I have a built-in life here. So I understand that. But when even on those raw, raw ones, his energy's good. But he's saying like the most cliche bullshit. Yeah, nothing was but, like, oh, this guy's like a revolutionary thinker. Like it didn't even speak halfway to me. But Mike, they all do. All the figure, cult figures like this, they all spout the same bullshit. I guess it's sure, but and the, and there's some that and cults obviously on an extreme. But you could even go to like media or like podcasts mm-hmm. when you have like someone who's a mega fan of someone, yeah. right? And that's obviously on the like hopefully the more innocent. If the leader of this thing or the the content creator mm-hmm. isn't manipulative or have ill intent, then they just get a cult like following. And then if you get a guy who's 
sociopath, you get a cult. Um, but even so, even modern day era, I'm not going to name any names to throw shade, but we know we could all think of probably 10 guys off the top of our head that are in the media or Instagram or podcast or something that talk like this, like these life woke coaches. Yeah. Even those, I can listen to their podcast and say like, this isn't for me, but I understand why people follow. This guy is kind of charismatic or he delivers a message or even if he says like, be a part of something bigger than yourself. I've used those terms because I believe in that thing. Um, but how you say it, how you deliver it, how you wrap the story around it, I can see like, I understand why they follow Jim. I can't understand why you follow Adam. Like, I, I don't think he speaks that well. He just has his fucking, and again, it's just stock footage. Maybe I don't see the whole picture, but like, we work. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, I don't know, I man. Don't, I don't and it's 2015. It's not like it's from 1980. No, this is not that long ago. Yeah. And uh, we work. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know. Work hard, play hard. Okay. Well, let's back it up for just <laughs> yeah, a second and talk about what out. what we work actually was, because I'm. I, it's very possible that people don't know. I wasn't that aware. Yeah. If you were not, if you were not in a major U.S. city, you probably didn't encounter a we work. If you were in New York City, you probably couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting one. No, we like, work what, was how many in there? Two hundred. Oh, yeah. yeah. How wild is that? Uh, so th it was a company that um, uh, basically did co-working facilities. Right. Maybe invented or at least popularized the idea of it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, popularized. They, yeah. they Actually, they tried to- Make a lifestyle out of make it. Make a lifestyle yeah. out of it. That's exactly a it. Cult. They, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> we life. Yeah. Super- Sorry. It was really, we right? Was or we live. We live. We yeah, live. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to anything say this live. They, <laughs> Third Street live. Get the fuck out of here. They uh, uh, basically leased a lot of kind of distressed buildings, especially as they went along in New York and in other cities. And they built out these co-working facilities that were very small. Like, you know, you're paying a lot per square foot for a small a thing. A lot of glass to make it feel bigger. Right. And they, um, they really tried to sell the idea that it was the place to be if you were incubating a new yeah. thing. And it wasn't technically an incubator because in, in an incubator, like the the incubator is providing some funding and they're getting some kind of a, a percentage of, of equity. This was just like, hey, rent the, this desk the, they, and yeah. be around all these creators just like you. Right. The general idea, I think, is genius, right? He started in like 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10 when we're in this recession. So these buildings are probably ruined. Cheap cheap as shit and then the other idea of taking like what was facebook when it was booming around that time and making it in person hey why why go to yeah. myspace or facebook and meet uh, the owner of caffeine kilos when i have an apparel brand and we can be friends when we could just work next to each other and probably be friends and share, share ideas, ideas yeah. share connections whatever yeah general idea for business and life yeah that's fucking sick yeah i get behind that but i guess he's this dude adam this vampire looking fuck isn't the one selling me that idea like, adam newman what's, he looks like the guy from zorro but like his like Ugly cousin. <laughs> Can you yeah. see what's his name? Who's the real Zorro? I mean, I know Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Yeah, yeah. He's a long-haired, ugly-ass Antonio. Like an, looks like a discount uh, 99-cent store <laughs> yeah, his, uh, Antonio Banderas. His body discount. double. <laughs> Antonio Banderas. Yeah, he kind of does. Yeah, and uh, the other guy that we didn't hear much from or about, Miguel... Um, the co-founder. They didn't say if he re uh, declined to be in the documentary. No, they I, did. They did. Oh, uh, McCovey did too? And they did like the little blurb lines. I saw Adam did. I didn't oh. see McCovey. Because I think they interview him for real in the beginning. Yeah. They, I think the filmmakers do. Oh, right, I wonder why they didn't right. dig into his ass. Maybe he was just being uh, politically correct or whatever and, and avoiding I don't shit. know. I, I really don't know. Because he might have still been part of the company or something. He might not want to throw everything under the bus. No, yeah. he's still a part of the company. Yeah. So, because yeah, he was- The company still exists. Uh, yeah. yeah. He, Adam, or, or not Adam, the other co-founder was pretty- uh, 
neutral ish. Miguel. W- with the interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and uh, uh, anyway, they tried to take this concept and extend it into childcare and, and apartment and commune. Apartment commune. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they, uh, it's like a work commune is what, how they described the uh, big fact that I didn't realize. So I watched this twice. I watched it when it came out. Uh, and then I just watched it with you guys. But again, like watching it this time, I'm paying attention to shit I wasn't. They both grew up on literal communes. Yeah, in in different countries, but they grew up on communes. Yeah. So yeah, you would probably come out of a commune if you didn't fucking hate it, thinking that, that there might be something to it. Here. Yeah. I, I guess for me, because I went to like a weird-ass school. It wasn't a commune, but I went to a weird-ass place that most people looked from the outside in. And just everything I do, I... I'm also neurotic, but like I, I analyze the fuck out of it and like try to take the good, but not take the all. Mm-hmm. Where like these guys sound like they took like the good and made it worse from made, like their yeah. commune childhood. Was was the was the we live? Did you have to pay to live there? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I thought because you almost made they almost catered it like it was. Uh, yeah, like invite. Like it was like they were able to stay there for free as like this part of this like thing. No, I think that was just a manipulation. Like, dude, Dean, you you're, gotta be you're only this. top 10, bro. And we need you there. You're going to love this. Yeah, I think yeah. they just fucked with you. One guy like <laughs> broke his lease to move into, into the yeah. he didn't even, And he didn't work for WeWork. No. Where a lot of the, the We Live guys work for WeWork. Yeah. So yeah. he just did it just to be in there because someone convinced him to do it. Because they sold the fuck out of him. As, can I say something about this whole thing? <laughs> yeah. It's like. Absolutely. It's like. <laughs> now, who's at fault here? Right. This Adam guy or all these fucking idiots that A, overpriced the entire business. Yeah. I don't really feel sorry for anybody in this whole thing. Uh, I don't really either. You know what I mean? Like, no. I, like I was waiting for that oh, oh, oh shit moment that kind of happened at the end when they talk about when we get farther down the road. Yeah. Here. I don't want to like talk about no, Jordan. No, there's one like, person I might feel sorry for. There's, yeah. There's that like, assistant girl. Yeah. Because she's not going to therapy. And, I get that. And, and like, if he's selling her the dream and he's just a straight liar. That's fucked up. Because if she didn't see the books, mm-hmm. right, she's just working her tits off, mm-hmm. doesn't see the books, doesn't mm-hmm. know how much money they're not making, you know, and she's thinking the company's crushing it. And she's like, oh, I'm going to keep working. I'm working hard. And she's trying to find fulfillment. I feel bad for that. That's bad. You're, and you're right. 100% right there. But yeah, the rest of them are just I meant just like the other employees yeah, and the followers and the, and the people that are 100%. just like- putting this number on this business like what was my favorite one of my favorite like characters in this entire uh documentary was the nyu uh teacher yeah he was awesome he was fucking great yeah yeah and uh when he said the my favorite part was like not the lawyer no 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 i like the the lawyer too uh with the beard i like the black guy guy. the lawyer too. too yeah i liked him um yeah, what did he? One of my favorite quotes he said was, "All this guy was doing was fucking renting desks." Like, quote, <laughs> yeah. quote. Yeah. It was. It, it, they they tried to present themselves as a technology company, but they were really a real estate. company. Yeah, was that for tax reasons, or was that just to sell the whole story? Because they that was a huge point to look to look like a disruptor. Yeah, because that was the whole point through the whole thing. They kept mentioning that. Oh, we're a tech company. He kept trying to prove that, which I don't get why. If it, yeah, if it was a tax deal or or yeah, I guess a visionary type deal because you. I don't know, but you could be a visionary in real estate too and doing something new. Well, that, but then, but then they go into that where they start talking to uh, that NYU teacher. He uh, was talking about how, like, the one of the biggest red flags that no one was like uh, addressing was the fact that their one floor on in these buildings was valued at like three or four times the value of the entire building if you wanted to buy it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like, why was that over, so overvalued? When someone can just come in and buy the whole building, right? Or another company could just yeah go do go do this down the yeah, street. Yeah, it was like fifty four million for the building, but this one floor was worth 
yeah, yeah, hundred million or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like the other like thing that's a, that's a huge red flag in like yeah. the economic spectrum of this stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah like, but I guess like who would catch it, right? Because it stayed private on purpose, and then like if you're renting a space and enjoying it. You're not gonna look at. I wonder that stuff. what they. What were they? Tra- I, I, I don't know. Really talk about the prices of stuff. I wish they would have told us more, like what these people were paying for this desk. So that there's one positive I want to get at, and then I want to dig up more negatives. The other positive I liked is that I do think he did spend some sociology, psychology, brain, creative power on how they built it out. And I don't know how much that influenced like Silicon Valley, but like I've t- I've toured Google and YouTube in New York, um, the new Reebok HQ in Boston compared to the old one, and how they lay out stuff is very similar. And they oh, put a- I, I think that he followed that. I don't think he. That's I don't know. Google. That's I don't know. The Google. Yeah, I don't know who started or okay. Facebook yeah. or I don't know. But but that is new, and he did bring that to the masses in a way, right? He brought it to the everyday person. He brought it to person. the common folk. Yeah. yeah. So that's my last positive because I do think some of that's good and, and positive to like not be stuck in your cubicle and be scared to go ask your boss something, but your boss is on the couch next to you working just as hard and you can communicate. I do think there's something positive to that in the corporate world or even small business world. Um, more of the negatives. <laughs> yeah, the, who, who? How many employees did he have? Well, so they, a, well, they fired. Lot. Well, they fired know. over six thousand in one like day. And yeah. what the fuck are they doing? That's a really know. good question. Like, I could understand. Like, honestly, this type of business model, if you're real fucking smart, is like you have like an assistant, maybe like a, a business partner, one other guy, and then you're just hiring contractors to build. Like, and, and maybe a uh, 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 contracting some interior designer folk. But well, that's like, not what they did. No, I know. But like, what? Who are you hiring? And what the fuck are they doing all day? I think it was the people that were, um. Marketing, I guess, or sales. I think of people running those other programs that they were trying to get off the ground. Maybe like at the, the school kids center yeah. and like, but yeah, I mean, like, how do you? Where I don't, even, I can't even think of ten employees to name that he would be using that right. weren't contract that could have been contracted or, let alone like having six thousand employees. I wonder the company was just hemorrhaging money. Yeah. Salesforce, I guess you could get a little sales team going to go get new companies in. But I like guess advertising, but yeah, like you're just like. Uh, uh, location people, people who, who real estate folks, yeah, like like scouting places to yeah. to lease. And then he had I all guess the heads of all the different buildings, right? But that like the, yeah. the CEOs of each, yeah, true, true, true. He did that later. CEOs, that yeah. oh, that's yeah, that's that what the lawyer like, said too. He said, "I'm never calling nobody a CEO." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, don't blame me, bro. Fuck that." I remember the funny part at one of those like uh, summer retreats. The uh, the person who had like the most like grasp on reality there with the security guy. So he's like, Oh, so you guys are just a cult. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's so it. that part talking about Adam, not selling me worth shit, that first party they show and throw. I, awesome. I understand how you could grasp an audience, right? Cause that's right in the Coachella era. It's like right in me and Dean's era, like mm-hmm. early college, mm-hmm. early twenties. Mm-hmm. Coachella is a thing. These, these festivals are a thing. So if I'm going, even if I'm dead broke, I'm running a, bullshit tech company paying we work three grand to live there and my company's failing if you get invited to this thing for free or cheap and you're partying with all these like entrepreneurs you think you're in the fucking mix you know you think well, we convince everybody that there were companies were going to be bought out for 10 million dollars. right you right. think you're your buddy and you yeah. are yeah the next zuckerberg yeah yeah and so you're there partying your ass off because you deserve it and you're on this party bus and ashton kutcher's up there talking and there's all these you know whoever's performing they showed a, a couple Real oh, no, famous yeah. folk they showed, performing they showed, uh, Rick Ross, Rick Ross, yeah. and shit like that. And you're like, so I can understand that as a good selling point to throw a party like that. Yeah, because I feel like um, there's mixed reviews on Amazon, Facebook, Google, and employees. I've, I have a couple friends that work for like Google and stuff, and they enjoy it. But you hear both sides of the party. Mm-hmm. But I understand that going to Google tour tour the whole thing on YouTube, they have like all these little rules that make you feel fucking awesome. Meaning. 
Like within 50 feet of every desk, there's a snack station. All the snacks are free and they're fucking sick. Like, yeah, that sounds amazing to work there, right? Like there are all these like mini perks. Like this party is their big mini perk and you don't even work for this guy. Yeah. You know, so I understand getting bought into the system with that a little bit. Yeah, and oh, the one sure. guy is like, I don't want to go back. I'm, I didn't yeah. have a good time. I don't want to go. Well, the, it's funny. They, they, they anchored this, like everybody being convinced through these parties. And then later in the film, they show how it almost felt like people were like forced slaves to like attend this party with like tracking devices. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, where? what happened? You made it seem like it was like this thing everybody wanted to go to. But then at the end, it was like everybody was like, locked and chained down yeah and had to be there it was weird i was that like when like people like started noticing like things were changing with the company yes yeah, see that's what that's I, where I got a little lost uh, going that was more go, of a question going back to like documentaries and how they they build a story arc that may not be true to the real story right because they need like this crescendo and they need the dip mm. I don't think Adam's an awesome dude, but I don't know if he's a complete sociopath. Oh, I think he's totally a sociopath. All Just right. based on like the, his first idea is to build kids knee pads. Oh, yes. <laughs> like that's his first business that. ever. Like that doesn't seem like a mega mind, I'm going to take over the world. That's a very small idea. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess you could think you're going to be the next Gerber or something. I don't know. I don't know. Like We're, where's the ceiling on that company? Right. And you if know. you're like this manipulative, I'm going to take over the fucking world and get a $10 million investment. You're not making or one billion product dollar. that's for knee pads for toddlers crawling or babies crawling around. Yeah. Knees. And I don't want to sympathize with him because I do think he sucks. Like, I don't want to be on Adam's team either. But I don't know. But I could also see, I don't know, dude. It's so weird. We had your eye on and we were talking about, uh, jokingly but not, I don't know if it made air or not. I forgot if it was a <laughs> pre-conversation. Just about like coaches that I know or whatever, like falling into coaching like big time celebrities. I'm mm. like, this guy's not even a good coach. And your eyes like, yeah, everyone's a salesman. Like you, if you want to train Michael Jordan, you're a good salesman. Like you might mm -hmm. not have to be the best coach. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe Adam had that in the private conversation because what kept popping up to me, I was like, this dude's like lying on his books or not showing his books and he gets a $10 billion whatever from SoftBank. Yeah, four. Like is that four billion. again? Four is, billion dollar check, and yeah. they were looking for ten at the end. But then who's? He thought they were just going to keep giving him money. Yeah, yeah. But who's stupid there? Because like, they're so invested in the right. growth. The SoftBank guy can't be that dumb, right? Like he's fucking rich as shit. Like he's well, had to make good decisions. It, right? Well, uh, these, here's the thing. I think that if you're somebody that's experienced phenomenal success and made a lot of money, uh, you're trying to keep up that standard. Sure. And so, and after a while, you have to start chasing fucking wild turkeys sure. to, to find that next thing. And I think that that's all that was going on there. When, yeah. you, got, when you got, he got a hundred billion dollars in, in investing into that. Insane. Into that uh, funding, group funding right. organization. Yeah, whatever ran. It was So called. him losing four. It's true. Not that big. Not even, didn't and, even really lose four. Yeah. Who knows? Like how much and, and you do, you probably have a lot of confidence in yourself and your decision making. So you think what you're going to touch is going to do well. And then, yeah, I think you're right, Jim. Like, it's not that repeatable. If it was that repeatable, our, our like, gap in wealth in um, the world or America would be bigger than it already is, right? Because the top would have these secrets. Like, it's obviously easier to make money when you have a shit ton of money. Yeah. Um, but it's still not it's not foolproof, mm -hmm. right? No. It's not foolproof to do that. And so like every big guy in like the typical stories, like, I don't know, like Gary V forgot to, or didn't or missed on investing in Facebook and he did Google or whatever, right? Mm. Like everyone makes mistakes or, or if not everything you invest in goes nuts, but it just seems so bad. I guess maybe 
and they kind of said Adam fudged the uh, books pretty good, and they just like, yeah, took they away rent. They made up yeah. their own uh, right, um, their own system, me- their own. Metrics. But then even then, if I'm investing, like I'm not like oh, you're just gonna make up your metric. I'm not in. I would just cancel it. I think it was because of the back to what you were saying earlier about him being a good salesman. He convinced people, oh look though, this is the real truth because these numbers here, like this loss here, isn't yeah. really a loss because it's gonna come back on this end. He was just good at. Manipulate. I hate that. You just yeah. show somebody something. And I want to sit in a meeting with them. I want to sit in a meeting with them because I just I'm I, and see if you're taken in. Yeah, win me over, Adam. There was like that one you were talking about, Jim. Like, was he ever doing an interview not around a crowd? There was right. like that one where he's like, "Are you getting my left side of my face?" When he's like sitting on that couch. He's like shooting like, a YouTube like, video mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, like a marketing like, video. There was like that one, but besides that, yeah, I think there right. was not much of it. He he, like, he needed an audience to keep going, and I think that's part of the reason that he had so much trouble with that video that he couldn't ever actually do. Yeah. I have what I think could be a controversial take, oh. but uh, it, it's up to you, Dean, to tell me whether or not I'm right. Okay. okay. I'm watching. I'm watching this big party thing, and I'm watching all the rah rah and stuff, and I'm thinking, oh, this is CrossFit for work. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's hard to compare the two. Like you mean, like like the the like the, the lifestyle of- people buying into something. Mm-hmm. The uh, financials might not really be there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's with CrossFit, there was no protection from competition from other affiliates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wonder if like these tech companies that worked at WeWork, whoever, right? Mike's LLC. Uh, if they go into their other investor meetings or they go somewhere and they mm-hmm. say, yeah, yeah, I'm a WeWork guy. If that elevated them in their investor, oh, personal investor meetings or in their personal sale, you know, mm-hmm. this guy, like uh, Mike's LLC goes to Facebook to sell one of my apps. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a WeWork guy. Well, you know, I wonder yeah. if that elevated them in this weird niche of tech world. I I think so because it was just like you people know, thought bu- it was good, a buzzy halo effect yeah. around WeWork. Because oh, I hear WeWork, and people don't dig into it to find out right. like, like why are they in the news? Yeah, why but they is- heard they WeWork's crushing it, and they must be crushing it because then the people that use it must. It was be the crushing brand. It. Everybody's buying the brand. Yeah. yeah, you're buying into the brand. I think with with like we were talking about with CrossFit, it's um it's an interesting thing because. There's a lot of really good gyms out there, and there's obviously some that you kind of there's going to be good and bad gyms. But as far as like, I think that where the early CrossFit days with like the affiliates, everybody's just buying that name with your you know your three thousand dollars a month that you're paying CrossFit. Yeah. It's just so you could put that name on your mm. right. On it doesn't really come with much else. Yeah, like, just, we're not used to it. nowadays. Since the new owners taken over, that's definitely trending uh, in the right direction. With ours, like more uh, group uh, more interactive like uh stuff on a coaching business not mm-hmm. the business side of it not just like oh here you want the name here you go yeah, here's a flag see you later never talk to you again until december you know 30th when i need my check for next year yeah you know what i mean where now it's definitely definitely not like that as much anymore but it was yeah it's interesting how it is like the the lifestyle and the in the um the feeling of CrossFit, kind of like with the WeWork. I kind of think it is. I think it's a good it's, it's take. A similar. Jim. I think. I think on both aspects. I think from the consumer aspect, where the party, mm-hmm. right? CrossFit's kind of about that too. Like mm-hmm. they, it's it, it went in flows, but it yeah. kind of like trained well, real hard. Early on, it was like really like it was do drink beers while we do burpees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best. There's little articles going around that beer is one of the best recovery tools after a, a Metcon. <laughs> yeah, because stimulants after working out is like yeah. probably the worst. Thing They're like carbs, do. the sugar, it gets to your muscles quick. I'm like, okay. Yeah, dude. well, what about the alcohol? Yeah, yeah, which <laughs> takes away from all everything, everything. we just did. Yeah. Uh, 
So I understand it from kind of the consumer of that, like group effort, like, oh, Dean's going there and he met he met his wife there and then he yeah. met all his friends there. And yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to go do CrossFit. That's sick. Yeah. Built-in friends, built-in community, built-in you feel like you're working hard. 100%. Uh, you're going and, to events. Right. And then on the, the business games. part, which you kind of touched on, the business part, it kind of sounds the same too. I'm going to I'm gonna pay slightly overpriced probably mm-hmm. to get my desk because I know now I got that WeWork brand. I got my WeWork fucking mug. I'm getting beers at five with these other techies. Mm-hmm. I'm getting FaceTime with all of these other people. And I heard Dean's company been at WeWork for six months and he tripled his revenue. So I'm going to go in and every company in there is just like you said, like the good trainers, whether they bought that CrossFit affiliate or not, they'd probably have a successful gym, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like CrossFit obviously probably helped them mm-hmm. at the time, early years because you're on the, the ones website. that are still around. There's tons that we know are that around that drop the affiliate. Probably same with the tech companies, right? Like you can't just buy the WeWork desk and then be successful. But, but if problem, you're a good tech company, you're probably going to be successful. It's funny though, but like, there's also this other problem, this other dilemma. Is like a lot of people have taken what CrossFit gave them as far as like a reputation, a a identity, a uh, a thing, and then they kind of ignore all that and then drop all that and kind of start their own thing with the same philosophies that they got sure. from somebody else, which isn't like that's kind of bullshit too. Yeah, I think. Obviously, it's hard. CrossFit was interesting because there was like faces of it. There was like Castro and and Glassman and and all that. So you would think, and they did have connections with like the top athletes, like they hung out or whatever. And we won't get into their like own drama and politics that popped out this whole year. Who gives a shit? But uh, that's going to be a documentary. I bet. No, it has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Netflix 2022. Yeah. But my point is that you would think, like Dean's talking about, the loyalty would go back and forth, but it did, it seemed to not. If anything, like the 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 CEOs are like the box owners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or they're they're, the, they're like the... they're like even beyond that. They're like the rich fronings. They're the ones that the company built up. Yeah. To yeah. be like the face, the yeah. celebrities that yeah. were in the community. I remember that they were saying about those uh, CEOs. They were just absolute dicks to people. Yeah. What? And they kind of like kind of muscled their way around like groups. And what like, was the example? Someone said, "Yeah, I went to this, and all the CEOs would just walk around like their shit didn't stink." Yeah, they would. Was just, it like, at a party? Chant. Yeah. It was like yeah, it was like at a yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah. yeah, that is strange. Like, it, how did this all this happen from just literally just co work space? I, it does make me think, and and I say this, I keep talking shit on Adam. I almost say it in like a positive light in some senses that if you like, he could be a sociopath, but if you so believe in yourself and you so believe in your mission and you have a hair of talent or get some talent around you, that a lot of people can be successful, I think. I yeah. guess that's what it kind of is to me that I just don't think. We were. I, I don't think Adam is big is as big as we work. Where they all the interviews like he's so charismatic. Like for half an hour, that's like twenty different interviews. He's so charismatic. He's a great guy. He's really relatable. You really like him. You, he fills the room. I'm like, just because he's six three doesn't mean you fill the room. I know a lot of six three guys that aren't charismatic, mm-hmm. and I'm fucking short as shit, and I think I'm charismatic. Like I just that part I didn't buy into. No. How do, how does this fuckhead do this? And then talk about red flags. One, he looks like fucking Kenny Powers meets fucking Zorro meets <laughs> vampire. And then his wife. As yeah, soon I as I meet that her. quack, I'm out. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll, I'll take a, I'm cutting my lease. I'm not hanging out with this quack. She was literally, first off, she was clinically insane. Secondly, <laughs> first, also, where did she grow up? Also, her acting skills are oh. hot garbage. <laughs> I love that. I, I thought that was a joke. Was it the lawyer or who was it that kept like outing people kind of? Uh, it might have been the guy you liked. He was like, uh, 
Yeah, you can't get very far without her mentioning Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, her, it's like her like third cousin yeah. from by marriage. Yeah, like, yeah. he's like you can't hang out with her for ten minutes without hearing this fact. Pretty I, sure it was a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. so funny. So, so I don't know if you guys saw the uh, uh, the documentary on Theranos. No, it mm. called the Inventor. There was an HBO documentary. Uh, the person at the center of that theranos their deal was that they were supposed to be developing this box that you could sell to a you know pharmacy cvs or whatever and with one drop of blood they could diagnose any basically anything that was wrong with you and it sounds nice like like we work there was like a huge investor uh spend on this thing and they had an enormous organization. They had just tons of employees and shit. And she, the the wife, reminds me of this person because uh, she seems so artificial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, she was a total fraud. Everything that came out of her <laughs> mouth looked like it was just yeah. like it, not true. Yeah, she's like eating. This is the chick that's like eating McDonald's in the corner, and then Dean shows up for like a tea party, and I whip out my crystals and my salt <laughs> lamp, and then all of a sudden I'm eating celery when you show up. You know, Dude, that's who weird. she felt like to me. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth Holmes um, read some study somewhere along the line or something. This deciding that women have a harder time um, getting through to people, and so she, with with they're like like a regular woman's pitched voice so she taught herself to lower her voice Interesting. and it completely sounds fake yeah 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 it it entirely sounds fake and people bought it they fucking bought it so and it all came crumbling down when it came out that this box was not a thing that actually worked or was ever going to work. Yeah. It's like a but there's development. all these scientists working for her. Right, that are bought in. Somehow. That are bought the fuck in, yeah. and it's never, ever going to work. Well, that's the same with WeWork, right? Like the, the, like we talked about who are the fuck are the employees. There's probably contractors. Uh, they interviewed the one contractor, right? In the, in the beginning, they're like, yeah, he was underpricing me, but pr- future promising, which is like a... a, a Future promising is a, a large indicator, not a large indicator, one indicator of a uh, sociopath, um, a narcissist. Yeah, like yeah. it's a big part of what they do to get people bought in. Like, yeah, Dean, come on the podcast, man. We're going to get millions of things and I'm going to, you can 50% yeah. of the ad rev when it comes in, right? You just keep building this mm-hmm. up, which which is understandable on any human to get excited about, right? If mm-hmm. some of the person's excited and they also work hard, doesn't, you know, like Adam could have worked his tits off, like, you know, and then you like, oh, this guy's, he believes so much in it. And he's selling me on it. Like, I'll believe in it too. And I'll just work a little bit. Um, but yeah, who the fuck were these employees? I imagine some of the employees had to have gifts. They had mm-hmm. to be like not idiots. Right? And so they're fucking think. bought in. Like you said, these scientists bought into this box. I think that people want to believe. I, everyone yeah, wants to strike but gold. Then people, but then, like you know, like you say, people take advantage of that. Yeah, for sure. It is true though, because you, everyone, all of us have probably had a friend or a story like, "Yeah, dude, my friend started this hat company and they went ape shit." Like, I'm gonna go work with him on this other project he has, or or whatever, or I'm gonna start my own. Because you hear stories of people hitting it big, and, and this one ended up bad, and many probably do. I guess, like, moral of the story: Is it bad that you bought in a little bit? Because I, I like chances. 
Like I get, that stuff does get you me excited. You got to take risks to, to have success. One hundred percent. You can't start coughing in kilos, saying like, "Oh man, there's another hundred other brands. We're not going to do it." Yeah, no, that's not how it works. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to be like, "No, nah, bro, I think I can." Yeah, I think I can. Or you'll never, you'll never get off the couch. Right. Yeah. And so if you are a, uh, either an employee of WeWork and bought into Adam, or you're a tech company and want to buy an Adam, you got to believe in your fucking app. And you got to be like, all right, this will be a step to my app. I got to go. And at the same time, as you, if you're starting something up, you have to be able to describe a future state of success to people that you're gonna you're trying to get to buy into your thing. True. For either as investors or as someone who is working along with you that right. you can't afford to pay what they're worth. Right. That's you know. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fruit, future, future selling or like future telling. I guess it comes down to intent and how often you do it. If you're doing it to every motherfucker you come across, then you're literally just lying and you know blowing air up their skirt because you're getting money from it. Yeah, yeah you're a piece of shit. But like, I'm not going to go to our employees here at Third Street and say like, yeah, man, we're going to average like 20 members and we're going to do okay. <laughs> like, then I wouldn't open a gym. Like, I think we're going to fucking crush it. I'm going to tell you you're going to crush it. And two years from now, when we double our membership, you're going to get a raise. Like, that's what I believe in, right? But I'm not doing it manipulatively to get you to buy into my bullshit. I'm getting it because I believe in it. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully you believe in me. Right? Like, there, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't have to be a total piece of shit. I think Adam was a piece of shit. But I think that, to start I, any company, you have to have that also. I think it started that way. Maybe. I think it started with those intentions, like you're saying. And then it morphed into this, like, fight or flight situation where he's like, okay, the money stopped coming in. I need to do. I need. Then it turns into a scramble. Yeah. So the lies start stacking. The shady shit starts stacking. Or like you used to not be shady. Oh, and then you had to do one little shady thing because things were kind of falling apart. Yeah. And all of a sudden you've done twenty shady things, and now you're just a shady piece of shit. What's uh? They mentioned like two or three things that they think were the real cause of the downward spiral of the company. Because it sounded at the beginning like they were making money. One was the wife. Mm-hmm. Right. What was, was the, another did one? Did you guys not catch like big like uh like uh like uh, what's uh what's her name and uh. The guy from the Beatles that uh like John Lennon or something? John Lennon and his wife, kinda like the same vibes, right? Oh, between oh, these two. Yoko Ono. Yoko vibe. Ono vibes, right? A little bit. Like like she's like kind of like morphing him into this thing. Yeah, puppeteering. Yeah. And like kind of like taking over like, did, like calling did, the shots behind did, the scenes. Did she make him a fan of his own brand? Yeah, right. As they say, right. you know, like, like, and then and then secretly she's in control. Like, no, yeah, honey, that's yeah, a bad idea. After a while, you yeah. start to like the smell of your own shit because Wasn't, somebody's convinced you that your shit. And even that's so hard. Stink, and it's also like it's 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 roses and yeah, and lilacs. And uh, all that depends on the intensity of it, I guess. Right, and that's where like the psychology always like comes into my mind. Where because like you don't want to marry someone that's not your fan or doesn't believe in what you're doing. Like, whoever I'm going to marry better be rocking my fucking clothes and think I'm yeah. killing it, right? Yeah. But then, like, yeah, when does that go too far? Well, then she starts taking pictures with them. Like, she's, like, a CEO. On, yeah, she like, creeps in. Like, in. on, like, the Forbes magazine, <laughs> she creeps in. And, like, <laughs> and she's going to be the, if something happens to him, she's going to be the CEO. And so, 100%. like, to me, that sounds like she's planning to kill him. Yeah. Like, he's going to die surfing, right? She, she I mean, definitely could commit murder. <laughs> well, then, like, Look her, at her. all of her spiritual stuff with her, like, trying to implement the spiritual realm to the brand is, like, her yeah. way of, like, that's her contribution. They said that was one of the flags, too, that kind of started yeah. to lose money. She yeah. started to just go off the end. And that's where people started pay- stopped paying attention right. at those big meetups. So they're, they're forced to sit there for eight hours during lectures yeah, about kumbaya. her spiritual <laughs> stuff. And they're, like, all laughing and, like, scoffing like when they're like i have to hold hands like what are we yeah. doing yeah yeah it just looks so i weird just want to go drink the the beer that you bought yeah, yeah. You know? it was cooler when rick ross was here yeah, what yeah. Happened, what happened, this, this was a replacement yeah. rick ross <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Well, just uh, propaganda is really what it comes yeah, down to. Right. Propag- it really worked on some people, and and other people started to get cynical about it. Uh, yeah, they got them in this and weird, and even the 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 first like cult flag they kind of throw, uh, and obviously they kind of vibe it through the whole documentary because that's like obviously the point of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the first like flag flag where people I think started recognizing that we live. Yeah. The guys, like yeah, man, it was weird when we heard people go outside of the house to their friend's party. Like that's weird. Fucking freaky. Live in New York. There's like 10 yeah. billion people. You ain't oh, leaving the, the apartment. On what floor? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like outside the building. Uh, yeah, and then they probably treated that person like shit. Probably. Maybe. Like, so. why would you leave? And why didn't you bring us? And exactly. you know. Well, I guess if you're going to another WeWork building, that'd be okay. Probably. But if you left your own like probably. community, but I don't know. These are like tall kibbutzes, I guess. Supposedly, I don't know. It 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 was weird. Yeah, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm just so I'm so confused on what stopped investors or people from like, okay, how many locations do you have? How many seats can each location fill? Yeah, it's what's basic cost, math, right? What's the cost per seat? How does this equal $47 billion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's a $47 billion <laughs> company to compare this to? Uh, I don't know. Like, Amazon what, or some shit? Yeah, I don't I know. I mean, like, what kind of company is valued at right. that, 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 that And, and for a lot of it, right, they're just in New York. So like you're not even yeah. international yet. Yeah, how are you worth fifty you billion dollars? You have two hundred locations nationally, and you rent desks. How does how does anybody? Yeah, yeah, it's unless, a calculation unless, on your phone. Unless you're <laughs> buying, unless you're buying into like what this can be in ten years, I understand that. The, yeah. But that, that is so crazy. And in the first one, again, because I was casually watching it, it was probably like a holiday, and I'm playing with my dogs or some shit. I thought that their business model was to buy the buildings, and I was like, oh, that's genius, mm-hmm. right? Because then you get. Double the they weren't even buying growth. the buildings, right? So, like with the evaluation thing you're talking about, if they're buying the buildings, it's easier to buy into the purpose, right? Oh, you bought fucking twenty buildings during 2008 that were worth 300k, and now they're all worth three million, right? Like I could understand how this snowballs, but yeah, to but, your but, fact, you could literally count desks, count the rent per desk, yeah, and say like, oh, that's weird. This one only made 50k this month. <laughs> it's, it's just like yeah, you just do the math. Like okay, well, so the maximum amount of money you can make if all these desks are filled in all these 200 locations is 200 million dollars right like where is the 50 mil where is this yeah. company valued at yeah you know yeah. 50 billion dollars yeah. you, you typically in any business are not able to account for billions of dollars worth of goodwill yeah, yeah. you know sure. i mean that's an accounting line item goodwill right. for sure yeah, and like, but billions of dollars right, in brand value i don't think so yeah and we're and, talking thousands of millions times 40 especially when their their business wasn't that complicated like we're dumbing it way down but it is you rent a desk no it was not complicated (laughs) and it was like the lifestyle was like not even that it was like a once a year retreat right it wasn't like this like and it sounded like the booze was free yeah so it's not like you're making money you know because i could understand if you throw the coachella of fucking work office parties maybe you could make a couple million on that weekend right but it sounded like it was all inclusive bullshit and, and also like there's only so much available real estate in a city like New York, For sure. How many square miles is that damn city? Or uh, available entrepreneurs? Like right, I know it's like yeah. cool to be like a tech startup guy, like, but there can't a, be that many. There's, there's an, finite. There's an obvious ceiling and an obvious like chart to look at yeah. that would show you the absolute 100% top line of what how much money this can right. make, and no one looked at that. Yeah, that's where I do get confused on the SoftBank thing because you're like, all right, yeah, he does have a lot of money, and it's not much out of his pocket to throw at this guy. And maybe he really believed in Adam, which is cool because it sounds like they were pseudo friends for a long time, um, business friends, acquaintances. But yeah, you're not digging a little deeper. And obviously, they, they also ply into the whole storyline like, 
that basically kept the co- company private so he could fuck with the books rather than mm-hmm. go IPO early when he probably yeah like what what's typical amount that you're evaluated at when you go IPO it really depends. Yeah, but I mean, way before owner Bill. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that some of they, they sit down in like a group, right? And they're like, and they, they sit down with people in Wall Street and they're like, okay, well, let's start here. Yeah. It's like an eBay bid that you yeah, put yeah. up on your own, like your sneakers, you know, and like, let's we'll see if, if who bites. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, he elongated that process so he could fuck with books and things. Yeah. The other thing, too, is I feel like when you do something this sketchy at this scale, um, there's probably more sketchy people under him. Like, who's changing actual books? He's not in the Excel sheet. That person's had, sketchy. He just surrounded himself by yes-men yeah. and, like, yeah. held absolute power so he can just do whatever the hell he wanted. Yeah, I think it's common. I think that's the move, right? If you get some people, whether they're so bought in or they're so not free thinkers or mix of both. Because mm-hmm. you can be, like, I say people are stupid all the time and people probably take that as, like, I think they're actually I think unintelligent. We, I think we just all are. No, we are. But I, I think you can be, like, really good at fucking taxes and still be in a dumbass. Yeah, for That's sure. how I talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like, you're just not reading red flags or reading people or reading the situation. Mm-hmm. But you could be the best tax guy on the planet. Mm-hmm. You can still be a dumb shit. Mm-hmm. So maybe this dumb shit was doing his books. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> filled himself around with, like, specialists. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, or like really hyper-focused maybe on right. one thing or a couple things. Right. And if, if you are getting all these investments, you're paying them out pretty good. If he, even if he had six thousand employees, they never. I don't think they ever made any money. I don't think it was ever profitable. Like they're saying now, but you got these investments. You got to. Well, yeah, yeah. You're using you're using funding money to pay people's to pay people's salaries until that runs out, and then (laughs) and then. But they they got a new guy. Are they still a thing now? Are they moving? They still exist. Well, they say, but they're saying that they're uh, scheduled to possibly like actually profit. In 2021, or yeah, something. and that's yeah, what this and, movie and came maybe out. In, in the IPO. Yeah, this just April of this 2021 yeah. is when it came out. Yeah, yeah. The SoftBank guy believes in a thing called the singularity, where yeah. where at the, at some point machines will be so smart that they're smarter than we are. Yeah, self learning. Yeah, Whew, and, I believe yeah, in it that's, too. You know, that's uh, Elon believes in it too. That's why he kind of says no fucking AI. He's like, we need to watch what we're doing here. <sighs> Yeah, chips and I mean the Skynet, very Skynet. Yeah, no, well, I think the concept I 100% believe in. If we yeah, keep I mean, making that shit to. smarter, like, yeah, of it's course it's going to self-learn. Right? We have little dumb things that are self-learning, right? I mean, look at a Roomba. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's literally the first thing that popped in my head, too. It <laughs> learns the room and goes. Even sound bars, like my fucking Bose sound bar, you like fucking press a button and it reads where the, the room is and then it's just one sound bar and it goes Everywhere. surround sound, yeah. Yeah. Like, it reads something. I know that's not AI and no, all these yeah. tech well, nerds that are listening to us it are going to talk shit to us. But yeah, like it's learning something. It's on the most basic level. Yeah, I can't like, do that. But it's advanced <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, they get some emotions. They get some anger in them and we're all dead. And then it's and to wrap up the whole like documentary, they show that he you know ends up being, of course, this guy is not Mr. Inclusive. He, got, he walked away with $1.7 billion and didn't give a cent to anybody else. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the whole thing was like, there. That, that's when I felt bad or felt bad for anybody involved. For the first time in the whole documentary. Yeah. That poor assistant at the end's interview is pretty And that good. was kind of connected to that. Yeah, because basically he jumps ship because he gets basically fired. And but takes he wins. All, but then he wins because he gets yeah. to take home $107 billion somehow. You want to talk about and a doesn't hard, spread out the love to any of his employees that all got shit canned. A hard pill to swallow. Uh, and my parents have the best parents I could ever have. So I don't want to talk shit on them. But the one thing I think, I don't know if it was them or like the Catholic church. I grew up Catholic or even my school or fairy tales or like what you feed kids is that like, if you do good, good happens. Right? Like that's just kind of a moral you're mm-hmm. taught. Like mm-hmm. be good, do good, good mm-hmm. will happen. Mm-hmm. The You know, good people win in the end. But like that, probably it was like 23 to 25. I had to swallow that pill that that's just not fucking true. 
<laughs> and you can make you can make philo- philosophical arguments that Adam didn't win because he has a wife that doesn't love him. He doesn't have any real friends. You know, you can make these yeah, arguments yeah, yeah. that yeah. if you're a real shit. If we're can, talking about just about money and like power, that never really left it, from being a scumbag. Yeah, and, you know, lying. yeah, and who? Yeah, who's to say what winning is or what success is? Yeah. But yeah. it sucks that even that guy is a shit can, whether he's on, a real sociopath or just a, on the spectrum of being a shithead, and he kind of wins. Yeah. It's like a hard pill for me to swallow. He can wipe his ass with money if he, he wants He could go to. buy someone to love him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he could buy love. Um, I think he kind of did. Yeah. Uh, no, for sure. I don't know, dude. That lady's whack. I want a documentary just on her. There's a new documentary that just came out about the uh, Real Housewives uh, husband. <laughs> the one that was the lawyer that did the... Um, the water, that big water case. What was that? Aaron Brockovich. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he was the attorney, the lawyer. That's what like made him claim his his claim to fame. He got uh-huh. like a, you know, I think he got like, he was the one of the attorneys on that case. He got like two hundred million dollars from that settlement <laughs> himself from his, yeah. from his cut. Yeah, I think it was like a three hundred commission. Yeah. It was like a three hundred thirty three million dollar settlement, and I think he gets you know thirty percent, pretty average for yeah. lawyer fees. Um, on those kind of like pro bono cases. So I mean, let's do the math there. Let's say yeah, seventy million. million. Yeah, that was yeah. like how he started. But anyways, uh. Long story short, his whole jig is up, and there's a, they made a documentary on him, and his wife is one of the wives on the Housewives of uh, Hollywood or whatever, yeah, or Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills, and uh, she divorced him, like you know, this year, mm-hmm. and it's because of like his the, the the tower has crashed down on his whole charade, which look it's only a forty minute documentary. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of like. No, 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 yeah. Talking about it. But it might be a good one to, to yeah. watch because it's kind of on the financial side and like in the business. Corrupty side. No, It's only 40 minutes, so I'm probably going to watch anyways. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, all that me and Jim have been looking for like the right guest to kind of dig into sociopath, narcissist type stuff with like a therapist or something on the show because they say, right, like whatever, I think it's 3% of all humans ha- are on that sociopath spectrum or something. I'm making these numbers up. Hence the name of the show, ladies and gentlemen. So you can fucking Google it and correct me. Yep. But it's something, right? It's something low. And then you go into like CEOs and like athletes and celebrities, and then it moves up to like 10, 15, 20, 30%. And we've said forever that in fitness, especially nowadays fitness, where they're pseudo celebrities with YouTube and whatever, that that percentage is probably just as high. Mm-hmm. Um, and my therapist, who kind of specializes in that realm, doesn't know about fitness and YouTube, but I kind of explained the world to her. She's like, yeah, it clearly would attract more of that type. But it, what's interesting to me, and I think it is a nature versus nurture thing. And I think I think the science agrees with like narcissism. Like people have like a potential to be a narcissist, kind of like epigenetic type stuff. Mm. They have like potential to be it. And then how they're treated by the world, their parents around them, it, it could flourish. that show. like a Polaroid picture. Yeah, yeah. And I think it can develop at different ages. Yeah. I don't think it's a developmental chi- children type thing. So mm. like say uh, even in the spectrum of the movie, like maybe Adam did start out like, I just want to say. That's how it felt. Right. But who knows if it's. But it's also like we were also maybe groomed to feel that way. Right. I don't know. But maybe, maybe he just wanted to do cool things and he wanted to help babies knees for a little bit. And then, and then he started getting puffed up, puffed up and he sees billions of dollars of checks. He buys a six, $60 million plane and now, now and his wife's, you know, feeding his ego all day and he becomes one. Where did they say they were spending a hundred million dollars a day or something? It's so a hundred like million dollars a week. That a was their week. burn rate at the burn end rate. of of twenty nineteen. Yeah, what is that? Jesus, what is it on? That that uh, everything rent. Um, and yeah, rent uh, makes sense because fucking New York. Well, he was yeah, paying rent, rents and, and salaries, yeah. and he was paying himself. Yeah, he was paying himself millions of dollars. But like we're yeah. talking about, like the business model so little. Like your overhead is like. <laughs> that's why the whole thing is like it, yeah, it's, it's wild it's insane that it even got this far yeah because it's like the upside is not 
billions on billions on billions. It's like, oh, this could easily be like a two hundred yeah. million dollar concept. Yeah, but yeah. like not this crazy number that it came up. With. And you got to spread everywhere. You got to be. Whose in... fault is that? Right. No, that's it's... where like my biggest question still lies <sighs> yeah. with this whole documentary. It's like, whose fault is it that this va- this company was valued so high? Who's to blame for that? I think there's a plenty of blame to spread around. Yeah. Think, yeah. 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 Who reports that? It's internally you that's, report that? When it's a private reckless. company? Well, yeah. It's a private company, so really it's just your 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 books and what you ever have to, what you have to share with the taxing authorities. Yeah, which you can you know, fake and, prove and, then, and smudge. And then if you have investors like with SoftBank or whatever, you're you're providing them with statements right. as well. And usually only annually, but you might be you know kind of top line quarterlies too right you know but everything that they were giving to everyone was purely propaganda right the more businesses i run the more you see how you can fudge shit like even if we were to do it right and we could show because we got like the gym the apparel we have the podcast we could like shove a bunch of money can create expenses and, and well and yeah we could show that the podcast is doing all this cash when it's actually the gym and the clothes yeah. when the podcast makes no money. Oh, if you like wanted to present it to like if we a, wanted an investor a sponsor to, or something. If we wanted an investor to hop on the podcast, we could easily say like, yeah, look at all this money. Yeah, this these dollars, yeah, that came from the podcast. Podcast sold this stuff. Yeah. So you should invest in this podcast because it's worth this amount of thousands of dollars because we sold clothing and gym through the podcast. And basically the podcast is the mother company that that's does That's probably what thing. a lot of these podcasts are doing with their podcast. Merch. No, 100%. Well, yeah, 100%. Like I could sell the fuck out of that. And it's not really lying. Yeah. Right? Like you were talking about like mini scam, mini lie, bigger no, no, lie. And then you start compounding. Yeah. And then I could, yeah. And your could, whole life's a lie. Yeah. And your whole facade's, <laughs> yeah. you know, a fraud. Yeah. And, and, and I honestly, in that example, is not that good because I would feel comfortable doing something like that. Yeah. Because it's easy, right? Like, how did we build a career? Well, YouTube podcast. That's. Yeah. I get what you're saying. But, but though, yeah. yeah, for him, he could. He could just choose one office that's been successful and like break those numbers down, scale them, and say, "Oh, well, this one did this in 2008, so yeah. these ones are going to do this in two years." Yeah. Even though only one was maybe successful at all. Yeah. I want to. I'm going to go on to the new and improved WeWork uh, site and see what it costs to rent a desk. Oh, that's yeah. a good question. Uh, we should. Uh, I will freely admit there was a point at which before we had settled on this concept and this gym, or whatever, that uh, I'm trying to find a space that you could do. Yeah. Um, co-working and uh, small gym you know even mm-hmm. even if it was just like yoga classes and mm-hmm. and and that kind of thing along with it and, and it's a package membership and we've even talked about and who knows it may still happen uh, with this studio as we build it out more uh, to be like a co-work uh, content creation because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. not everyone wants to build a studio we'd have different sets you could kind of steal and we'd mm-hmm. bounce ideas off other podcasters or other youtubers or whatever um, YouTube does it themselves. They have like facilities inside that are kind of like that. They used to. Oh, uh, well, they, they don't. closed them all. Remember, now. Five Star was in like one of the uh, oh, really? built to win was in one of those kind of like WeWork style. I didn't know that. Uh, buildings went over off of uh, like 23rd, but maybe even remember when me and Dante did the high yeah. recommended. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a similar concept, but it was more for that. The reason why, honestly, like that was actually we had a lot of things worked out and it was actually going pretty good, but there was just more issues with the fact. It's a whole other story, but yeah. um, the business idea of like a a space for activation for uh, new up and coming clothing brands or more online type online businesses that want yeah. to have a, a shop for a weekend. Yeah, um, uh, it was a great idea. Yeah, and it, uh, is. it still is, I think, and uh, I think there's definitely a space for that. But um, and also even just having like uh, like private dinners, private uh, yeah, like having me- meetings in there. We were having like yeah. we were having like people basically like in the weed business like that can't like that had like um 
regulations and like their zoning like we would have them they would do like their tastings and testings like in oh, there that's they would, cool. and they, we would just rent it to them yeah, yeah. it was kind of just like a, a, a space that can be a pop-up shop one day clubhousey for, for type to yeah. uh, uh ladies selling uh fur babies the next day yeah. at, uh, that are usually on ebay yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean no like, it's cool it was cool. I agree, and I think we work like we said. Like I think it's it's the concept isn't the issue. It's like the lying, the manipulating, and then this sure. random it's estimate. Exactly. Like the concepts. That's what great. I was getting. Then that's yeah. what I was yeah. getting. At. I agree. Making it into much more than it really is. Yeah. So in twenty, or finding a different way to scale than build a cult apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's other ways, mm-hmm. other things you could do. In 2016, WeWork membership was forty-five dollars a month. If you wanted to rent a uh, a desk for a day was $50 plus the membership fee. $350 a month gave you unlimited access to shared workspaces, but a dedicated desk would cost from 275 to $600 a month. That's so cheap. I thought you said, what was 45 45 What was 45 $45 a month for the membership. Okay, and then- and I don't know what that gets you. Yeah, but still, let's say but even 500 bucks to go in and have your own like big desk space. Yeah, it's better than six grand for a building. That ain't shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah that ain't shit. So, so you do it for three employees, like your top three employees, and then maybe the other ones pay a day pass if they need a meeting with you mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Or maybe you have like uh, guest passes if yeah. you're a member. Yeah. Like someone to come in. I don't know how that works. So there is a WeWork not far from here. Oh really? Yeah, at Ninth and Capital. It, oh. it, it, Maybe we need to go explore. Ca- Maybe we become investigators. Capital is essentially M Street. We're at Third and T. It's at Ninth and what would have been M, except that it's Capital. Yeah. That's so. That's really close yeah. to yeah. us. And it's we work the company. It's, it's not we work style. The company. Yeah. yeah interesting. Because I'm sure we have a bunch of these style things in Sacramento. Yeah, there's another like the one that Five Star was in, or I don't know if they're, I don't think they're still in there. But anyways, it was the same concept. Yeah, there was like you go in, it's glass. There's like a bunch of independent brands, and they have their own little offices, and there's like a cool kitchen in the back with like ping pong and foosball. Yeah. It, was, it was dope. Yeah, it no, it's awesome. a great idea, and it makes a sense for so many categories, like clothing. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, like if you get the right-minded people that aren't all fucking or selfish. They're a supplement company. Yes. Like they're, they're not shipping out of there. Yeah, they're just going in there for their meetings yeah. and their. Brainstorming. brainstorming yeah and tech obviously makes sense but kind of any company that's even semi-creative i feel like it, it would kind of build you up yeah if we if, if kevin and kilos had like a uh if we had someone do our you know our warehousing and we just paid someone to do that instead of doing it ourselves like our shipping and receiving like, yeah that's what we would yeah because you work on your laptop yeah, yeah we would just have a, a small building somewhere yeah you know that we would rent space. it would probably be like a we work style thing yeah that's smart here in sacramento 20 uh um after the free month it's Two ninety nine a month for uh, the that, WeWork. That ain't shit. No, that sounds. If you have a business that's making any money, yeah, like that sounds. Even if you affordable. want five employees in there, yeah, I'm talking like a grand. Open grand. workspace, twenty nine dollars a day. Conference room, ten dollars an hour. Hey, you get a conference room for a whole day for two hundred bucks. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, it's nothing. But it makes sense on them too, right? Because really, what this is is work style Airbnb. And a little bit longer Airbnb. Yeah, it's like right? an extended stay. Yeah, like it makes sense. Yeah, yeah it totally makes sense. Because the, there's the, like contracts, so you have to sound like a year maybe. contract. Or... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but 200 bucks a day for an office, it does make sense, right? Because like a mortgage for a house, whatever, two grand. If you rent mm-hmm. it for one night, it's 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Both both parties kind of win. Yeah. No, I think it's, I mean, it's it's so, like like they were saying though too, it is so repeatable and yeah. duplicable. Yeah, what yeah, what the fuck is proprietary? Besides the the branding and supposedly Adam, yeah. Eh. Yeah. No, no, you could the crush one it. party that yeah. they throw. Yeah. And like the the facade of the Wii brand, I don't know. You do wonder if the type of people that bought so hard into that branding, the coffee mug and the beer tap 
benefits are, are the ones that aren't going to be successful in their companies. He definitely <laughs> had someone come in that knew about branding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the way that everything was done with like the logos yeah. and like the simplicity and the quotes. How the place the looked. And how it looked. Like yeah. that was all on par yeah, for something good. like this. Like I would want that shirt if I was involved. I would sure. want to buy all the shit. Yeah. I want to hang like, out there. It does you know. seem cool to sit down it's and like, like, talk It's like shop. a CrossFit gym. Yeah. You, know, you buy it, your gym's merch. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. That was yeah. a good analogy. For sure. Um, anybody have any favorite quotes from this one? I already said mine. The, They're fucking renting desks. Yeah, rent yeah, desks. desks. I like yeah. the I'm never calling a guy a fucking CWO. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple. One of them was uh, if you tell a 30-something man he is Jesus Christ, he's going to believe you. Yeah, I, That's the same guy that said my quote. Yeah. That guy, was, yeah. That guy, yeah. Was, that guy was a fucking was, quote machine. Yeah, he was a quote machine. Yeah, he was good. He was, a star, he, was a, he was the star of the show. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was one of the few because even the employees or the people involved never really like talked Adam down. Except that assistant at the very end. Yeah, that's what I. That's where like the story or how you feel is a little foggy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the story doesn't. Well, the guy crash. too, the guy that lived in the we live, he kind of talked a little bit. Him, he but... just said it was like weird, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like you know what I mean? Because they they obviously wanted to build him up in the beginning, say he's great and he's building this company, and there's so much money, so much money, and then they talked about the the, the fraud and mm. that that he's a sociopath and cult, but they didn't like hit that cult. Like I feel like it never. The music didn't change. The lighting didn't change. Like they never made it feel evil, but it is kind of evil. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think they tried they, to with like the tracking beacons and their wristbands. Yeah, and, but like, that uh, was so weird. so like the story turned evil, but yeah. they never like you know what I mean. Like you'd expect yeah. some music or some fucking something to they underline. It sound that. more boring than 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 evil. It was kind of like a yeah, this sucked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, right. yeah, you're right. Ra- yeah. You know, rather than like or catching some off footage of him saying like "fuck you" to someone or something. Yeah. You yeah. never had like yeah. a vibe. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Get out of my light. Yeah, you never saw that. A little bit with the interview, you he saw it be weird. Yeah, he's like, the interview, like, don't walk while I'm trying to read this. Yeah, you're distracting me. Yeah, no charismatic ass. Like talking is your gift. That would never throw you off. Yeah, you, I don't. Adam. I don't I usually read off prompters. It's always off the. Yeah, off my that's Fuck why I can't you. do this. It's Fuck like, you, no, Adam. dude, you're just a fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the best fraud. I would say he's a really good fraud. He's not really charismatic. He frauded himself into 1.7 billion dollars. Yeah. Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Uh, another my my favorite phrase of the whole thing was Nantucket sleigh ride. Yes, yeah, <laughs> with the whales. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was the, a great analogy. Yeah, yeah. the that thing guy. is, like, you harpoon it, and then you're gonna have to ride it out, yeah. and that's what they thought. Oh, oh this, well, this is just a Nantucket sleigh, Nantucket sleigh ride. Like, we can ride guy. this thing out, and it, everything will, you know, it'll it'll pan out. Forbes guy was decent too. Yeah, he was good. He's yeah. the one that said that that the Nantucket. That's supposed to be like a term in business for like these big investors. Like, yeah. He's, yeah, that was great. That was a good one. Uh, any last thoughts on this sucker? Um, I enjoyed it. I described it to you guys as like a, not a great documentary, but such a good story. Yeah. <coughs> what do you think about that? Well, I'm. The documentary was fine. Yeah, I'm mystified by the fact that this is not as highly rated as Seaspiracy, which I thought it was also sl- slickly produced, but had a, a just a intellectual dishonesty at its heart yeah. that I can't get past that mm-hmm. other people apparently bought hook, line, and sinker sure. like we're talking about with it's the It's because of animals. It's human's connection to animals. It's I, kind of an easy sell. Uh, no, that's that's it's low-hanging fruit. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, an easy it's, uh, sell. it's eye candy. Yeah. yeah. Where this, the, I, I don't think it was like, like I said, like they didn't make it feel dark and it's dark. Like this guy's a fuckhead. He fucked over a lot of people. 
investors, employees, regulars, and went, and went home with his pockets full. And they yeah. didn't like they didn't like hit that. And went against every single thing he supposedly stood for. Right, which we some bigger. Yeah, it's his, uh, this is all us. We over me. me. We over me. Yeah, yeah. we over me. And, I'll punch him right in his balls. And like he he you know they cut all those employees, but he never cut his salary. No, for sure not. You know what I, I mean? So, but they didn't like hit that. You have to like. You literally just read that, like I just said, like this sucks. Yeah. Like you just have to read that, but you it's don't like they feel that. Of, it's like yeah. they like almost ran out of time too. With like really, no, maybe not. Or or, the, or maybe the the director's idea was to be as neutral as possible. Yeah, that's what it, it feels like. It feels very safe, which makes it like good in it feels a sense. Safe. It makes it good because you can build your own shit. Uh, where Sea Spiracy, like it gets so dark. Well, and the concept, blood. the concept isn't as sexy either. Like uh, it's, for it's sure. like a workspace compared to like animal life in the ocean slavery and, and, yeah and like, and like exactly <laughs> yeah. so it's just like murder slavery true. ocean life true you know like yeah but like there's no like really like even new york's cool like they didn't show like super cool new york shots they showed like two you know what i mean like they don't like build it how it is but the story itself is so insane why were they showing like farmers with their families <laughs> and fields at one point it was like this stock footage whoever picked this <laughs> i don't a know terrible job yeah i don't know like the, the american stock dream was interesting it was yeah. very like i mean yeah this is a cool video and nice job yeah. but, like this farmer guy has nothing to do with a in 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 city workstation yeah we're only in new york this guy's got a john deere hat on yeah. and wranglers like what are we yeah. doing here he's never heard of we work no <laughs> he works yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So this uh, this director's name is uh, Jed Rothstein. Like I don't recognize much of anything else that he's done uh, as a director. Uh, the Innocence Files, Enemies, the President, Justice, and the FBI, The China Hustle, which is a documentary from 2017. What's that about? I wonder. Uh, sounds interesting. Like it, it just yeah. off the title, it sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, maybe America's relations. An unsettling shit. and eye-opening Wall Street horror story about Chinese companies, the American stock market, and the opportunistic greed behind the biggest heist you've never heard of. Even though that's old, that might be relevant with all the China crypto stuff. I follow a lot Crypto's of crypto's dumping right now. Yeah, I think it's because China apart. booted it all and blocked it all, or a lot of it. And then uh, I'm obviously very stupid when it comes to all this. Although I read a lot of it, and a lot of guys I follow on Twitter about it, and a lot of guys think it's a good thing. Because China also blocked Google in like 2008, and then Google fucking shot through the up. roof somehow. So people are kind of relating those stories. I can't relate them that well because I'm not smart enough to understand them. But that's why I think uh, crypto's yeah taking a shitter, and and it's just the markets go up and down, especially crypto. Um, m- probably more than anything else that we've seen so far, this this makes me want to do what, something you were talking about earlier: is finding somebody to talk to about. Uh, as an individual dealing with people who are sociopaths, people who yeah. are narcissists or whatever, and how to protect yourself from those those circumstances because clearly people need that because some people just bought into this yeah. sucker well, it's hook, hard, line, and sinker. It's hard to ignore somebody telling you how good you are and how much value that they need from you. It's like hard to like not go along with that. Yeah, and I think my analogy is good. Like, and what makes you a good and a bad person is like, not taking advantage of that with people. Right. It's literally the intent of the person. Because if I go and say, hey, man, yeah, I'd love to work for Captain Kilos, do some stuff for you guys, you're not going to be like, yeah, man, we're pretty much heading downwards. We're pretty much done. And yeah. You're going to be like, no, yeah, dude, I think we got these really cool ideas coming up. And I think you could fit in here. And I think this, like, and you're being honest about Mm -hmm, it, right? mm -hmm. Like, where, yeah, where is that line? How can you tell? Because you, you're never going to apply for a job where someone says, yeah, yeah, you don't really fit here and we're not doing that great. But yeah, come on. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that makes no sense either. No. No. Yeah, what's the extreme that makes this guy a piece of shit? I guess because and, and 
obviously the story ends with him leaving with his pockets full and not paying anybody out, and then you know he's a piece of shit. But hypothetically, what if he did all this future telling, then he left with 1.7 bill or whatever the fuck he got, and what if he paid out his assistant? Then is he a piece of shit future teller? No, maybe he's a good dude. I, I think... That. Right, it's one act. It's 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 ten years of future promising, and then one act that that defines whether you're a piece of shit or not. If he would have, if he would have sent some way distributed the money amongst the people that lost their jobs because of his failed yeah. business handling, I think the story doesn't even exist. That's what I mean. I it's one. He moves it's one on, decision. He moves on with maybe you know, who knows? Let's say let's make up a number, five hundred million dollars or whatever. Walks away with that. And everybody like got some comp- like a heavy compensation. Five hundred k. If you got six thousand employees, you pay you got yeah. no, <laughs> you can pay them all out pretty good. No, yeah, that's true. Exactly. So it's like <laughs> nice severance for everybody. Something. Yeah. Then I don't think that this story really exists. It's more like this guy just failed at this grand idea that was close to being yeah. like maybe scalable globally. Yeah. And could have maybe changed the way that work. Uh, in office working existed. Think of other cities. That's, that's why you. That's buy the that. one thing that they said toward the end is that people bought into it because everybody felt like he was close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, think of the and other that's cities where I that are about from. Yeah. Yes, sure. similar to Manhattan. Like I've never been to Tokyo, but the looks of it, like this idea is great. Think of like we've all been to San Francisco. This idea is not bad. I'll put a WeWork in uh, China. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo. Like in London. How many people live there? Yeah. Yeah. And how how expensive is it to you to, like you said, like Captain and Keelers rent their whole office if you're in London? Impossible. But you pay 500 bucks per head. Maybe that's, again, I think we're talking ourselves into maybe understanding the evaluation. The evaluation. Right. Uh, yeah. To a certain yeah. extent, yeah. Because yeah. like, it, it is. Globally, but in the U.S., it has a very, very low ceiling. And before but I'm globally, throwing, it doesn't. Yeah. And before I'm throwing $4 billion at the company, I want you to actually start to scale it. Yeah. <laughs> Have some offices yeah. in Tokyo, yeah. Japan, yeah. or you know China. I think that if they had actually gone through with the IPO, and then it came out that they're running two sets of books, and the... Yeah. The, the reality was that it was all, you know, fraud in terms of their financial reporting. Then people would have been going to jail. For it sure. would have been that, then there's for sure a documentary. If he's out of it before they tried to f- and failed the IPO or they or they don't get this $10 billion investment from from SoftBank, you don't really hear about that either. That's not totally a story. You have to have this yeah, you have to have a villain. Yeah, the runaway. Yeah, and, and, and who would, knows, right? What if I mean, because they don't interview these people. What if, what if his wife took that money and he's like, "No, I really want to pay my people." You know, you, there's just like you so just many conversations know. you have yeah. no idea. And yeah. and the the uh, the partner is such a non-entity in the I story. Know. I wish they got into. Yeah, it. like I if if I'd had more time, I might have done more research on on what happened with this guy. But all on the same time, at the same time, I kind of want to. Evaluate these things as they are, for sure, for sure. As you experience them as a well, as a viewer, he said out of his mouth that like he basically gave her all credit for who he was. Yeah, and yeah. the partner also said that they started to grow apart, or the story said, you know, like maybe the partner was a good guy, maybe the partner's a piece of shit too. For all we know, he probably got paid out too. They just really don't even ever talk about him. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's the kind right? of uh, uh, Facebook story. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, some of those folks, and and we all watched the Social Network like it was a historical document, yeah, yeah. and it wasn't. Right. There's a couple know. good documentaries on Facebook though. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't the so from what I understood at the very end of the documentary, it says that the they basically extended their debt, their four hundred eighty million dollars in debt. They extended their payments on it. And then he also got like five hundred or six hundred million dollars or yeah, something. Mm-hmm. something like and then that. they extended his four hundred eight million dollar debt so he can still have money and pay off the debt 
and still be involved as an owner of the company? That I don't know. I like didn't it, understand that part. Yeah, yeah they you know did what I'm say something. About that? Yeah, yeah. Could, like, yeah, it could be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't they know. Extended their debt so he can like have a reasonable chance to pay it off while the company's still going. Yeah, without him, kind of. Yeah, but they gave him like. 500 and or almost 600 million or something yeah i can't remember yeah so no like, it dude, was like, if i was him dude i would just want this shit away from me i would just pay off all of it take a hundred million dollars and you do something else you do wonder and some of that does play into like whether he is the sociopath or, right, or not because like he could be so delusional that none of that affected him right like like I think this was the, insane this was the confidence partner. this was the oh, partners yeah deal. oh i thought that was his no severance. no his no he got 101.7 billion oh yeah this clean slate walked away yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe the partner's still involved. I don't know. Yeah, they kind of did like a brief little like two sentence, like yeah. very important like two sentences, and I was just like, ah, eh. all right. And the whole thing ended with uh, all the people that they talked to putting their masks back on. Which what was that? Yeah, about? that was I, a weird like I, last I, thing. I, I, this is this is my take. They couldn't figure out how to land the plane, and so that's how they did it. Yeah, and just or or, or maybe to show you how uh, recent it is because the story like starts in two thousand eight, and they want to show you that this is happening right now. Yeah, well. I, if if yeah, that was yeah, a weird because no one's wearing a mask anywhere. I think that's maybe what it is. They don't know how to end it, and then also to say like this is happening right now. Uh, further, I think that like I don't know how many co-working facilities were open during the pandemic. A lot yeah, def- it seems definitely like not. A lot Man- of them closed. Not in Manhattan, right? Like that yeah. place fucking locked up. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was a weird. Was that was some, a weird note. It was a symbol to maybe. I think you're right. I don't. I don't. I couldn't think of anything besides time frame. Yeah, that was a weird note at the end. Yeah. I, I mean, it's very forced I, and very fake. It wasn't like them no, like, so sitting fake. down and taking it off like to start the interview. It was like right. them putting it on. Yeah. <laughs> and then at one point, someone put it on and almost took it off again. I no, think. it was yeah. weird. Yeah. It was yeah. weird. It was weird. Yeah, I didn't, I, I like, <laughs> I saw it and I thought, okay, so if I was stuck for how to how to end this sucker, that's probably something I would have thought of. Yeah. I don't know if it's something that I would have done. Yeah. But it was something I would have thought of because it's like, oh, okay, well, the, so they're going back out into the world because they, they're not staying here, you oh, know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what if they fucking got extra culty during COVID and they just stayed in WeWork? I don't know. Like, like, I think they locked down together. Yeah. Squatting in the... Waco, actually, <laughs> actually, round but, two. But before we, we close it out, the 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 recreations that they did that were all, all, all uh, location stuff... And without people in them, uh, I don't know how they got that stuff. Some of it was clearly um, like uh, 3D rendering. Yeah, yeah. And some of it was real. Uh, the one thing with the, when you see the phone ring and it's the SoftBank guy. Yeah, Like, yeah. I, I get it. I get it why you would do that. That 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 worked on me. Sure. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I guess, uh, again, to how I like explained it to you guys. Like, I was like, I think it's a really good story. It's not like the greatest movie ever though then he like like a private island with his wife or something yeah at the end during that call for like that big meeting he was like trying to like relax (laughs) remember when they showed the phone like that one yeah yeah, yeah. he was like waiting for the call for the you know the extra 20 million or 20 billion that was supposed to be coming in yeah yeah it's also weird I don't remember him going on TV so much either. Obviously, I don't watch those shows a ton, like Good Day yeah. America or whatever. And, but and it seemed like he was on the, all those. Did he have Ashton Kutcher totally bait, hooked in? Uh, hooked no, in? I think he was just in. Yeah, yeah, he had him totally convinced. He might have paid him, and he might have just been in. Because yeah. Kutcher is like he feels like he's trying to get in that new shit, mm-hmm. like because he, he talks about all. He's a huge tech investor, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So he, maybe it's just that his company almost produced a reality show based on a gym that we used to be involved oh, in. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he is looking to do cool shit, which is cool. Uh, Props to him for that. 
And oh. you miss again, right? Like Ashton Kutcher probably has five things that are super dope and probably a hundred things that sucked. And when I saw Lewis Howes on there, I thought, oh, yeah, okay, of course yeah. he does. Of yeah. course, because he's yeah, in that's that a random thing. He's in that zone where you have to chase everything that people are potentially interested in. Yeah. You know, and, and he, so he had the guy yeah, on. Yeah, New Tech like, Fitness. Bleh. Lewis Howes, I don't know if you know the name. He's like a pretty big fitness, started pure fitness podcaster, and then now he's kind of like life coachy podcaster. S- yeah. yeah, School of Greatness. Yeah. Hmm. Not so much. Anyway, plug away, right. Dean. Where can they find you? Oh, just at, you know, deansdoors.ck on Instagram or, you know, caffeine and kilos. Check out uh, what we got coming down the pipeline. Get yourself some coffee, you know, that kind of stuff. Is it an Olympic drop you just dropped or coming? Uh, That's the vibe I got. So, yeah. Fourth of July Olympics, all of it. Exactly. So, uh, today is for our, like, CK Plus members. It's, uh, they get the early, day early access on uh, the new drop for this week, which is, yeah, it's like a Fourth of July slash, like, you know, it's uh, Olympic season because of the COVID or whatever. I think it's July 20th, the Olympics start. That'll be sick. I wonder if we can find a documentary on something like that. Like a good oh, Olympic one? Like Olympic sports or an Olympic ster- athlete. There's, there's got to be a good steroid one. Or a Phelps, or a Phelps one. one. Yeah, there's got to be a Phelps one or somebody of that nature. Yeah. I'll, I'll dig. Well, maybe we'll do that for the end of July. Makes sense. Um, shout out Icarus to... Icarus was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we already ruined it. <laughs> shout out to uh, the brand new World's Strongest Man, Tom Stoltman. Mr. Stoltman. Yo, it's from cool. Scotland. Yeah. Awesome. Um, we got to witness that sort of. I couldn't really see anything. I um, can see the right side a little bit. I heard. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I heard that a trolley was had the brakes on. Yeah, uh, they're supposed to. to they're supposed to do a train pull. They didn't know how to take the fucking brakes off. Eventually, they did take them off and they did a train push. They did a push instead, but they had two guys who tried to pull and nothing happened. Yeah, so. I have no idea because the brake was on. That's great. All right, sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Other don't than know. that, uh, yeah, and other than the fact that uh, they had very, very limited spectators until they got to the finals. Yeah, it seemed like they had some success, and they'll be back next yeah, year. Yeah, no, yeah, they'll definitely be back next year, and hopefully bigger, and hopefully... Hopefully way bigger. Way, There's way, way so bigger. much potential. Yeah. But I don't know what they do in other countries. I, to me, it should be like the CrossFit Games. Uh, talking about the good and the bad of the CrossFit. The CrossFit Games like a little expo. They have stuff like pull-up competition for T-shirts. They have the games. They have food. They got... Yeah. How's the world... World's Strongest Man is arguably just as big or bigger than what CrossFit's ever been. They're, each one of those uh, guys each have a million followers on YouTube and Instagram. And they're yeah. not all strong, man. People just like it now. Like, it's just yeah. cool now. Oh, it's definitely the most... It's funny. Like, it was really popular when we were, like, little. Mm-hmm. I would watch the old yeah. videos of those... You know, and uh, that's how I even. I honestly, I think the first fitness shit that I got into was strongman. That's everyone. Damn, I wasn't like doing it myself, but like that's when I was on TV. Like, what this is? This is fitness right here. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, and it is. It is. It is a good combination of like strength and endurance. Mm -hmm. Like the last event we watched was like a 30, 40 second sprint that you're fucking lifting heavy ass shit. You're lifting 400 to 500 pounds for 40 seconds. That's cool. Like that's a cool combo of shit. And these guys are bigger and do shit we can't do. They're larger than life type people. Makes sense why the NBA is cool. You see fucking, these guys are seven feet. They do shit we can't do, Mm -hmm. but you can relate. Um, Yeah, hopefully they blow it up. But yeah, shout out to those guys. Come to sack. I am at TJ McD on all the social medias. This show is 50% facts for percentage of words. Silent Mike is Silent Mike. Street Barbell on Instagram is has got a three in it because somebody else has the words already so oh no it's actually too long that's the problem anyway uh join us next week when we'll be talking about something and i don't know what that'll be um have a great week bye